All right, all right, all right. Um, welcome to a, another episode of the Moon Road Podcast. On tonight's episode, I want to discuss the curious case of Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan has been in the the media plastered upon headline after headline for what seems to be forever since signing his podcast deal with Spotify, an exclusive podcast deal with Spotify. Um, and it's, it's gotten me to start to think about things that's greater than Joe Rogan, the man himself, right? Um, so there is a, uh, what seems to be a cohorted effort of individuals, entities, corporations, what have you, that seem to be in effectively trying to, you know, silence Joe Rogan or get him canceled or, you know, uh, you know, they have a, a, a an adversarial response to you know, his shows, his episodes, the rhetoric. Um, and this has been going on for some time now. Uh, and, you know, it makes me think, like, where are we headed in society where we are not um, willing to discuss anymore, to debate, to have dialogue with one another uh, in regards to issues, concerns, society, uh, health, medicine, uh, all these things, right? Where are we headed in a society that instead of dialogue, discourse, public discourse at that, where we just cancel or attempt to cancel uh, those with opposing views or an opposing opinion or those that present opposing facts, where does a society like this ultimately head towards? Where does this take us if this becomes the norm? Right? And... This is not a podcast to discuss, you know, 
the particular views of Joe Rogan or the particular views of the forces that oppose him. Um, This is an unbiased stream of consciousness. This has nothing to do with progressivism and Democrats and conservatism and Republicans. This is more of a, this is more so gauging freedom and civil liberties. Um, and what, what kind of environment that we're creating socially, what kind of social environment that we're creating, you know, this is bigger than Joe Rogan. This is bigger than, you know, what political party that you assign yourself to. Um, when we're moving in a direction of censorship, uh, you know, self-censorship, silencing of, uh, quote unquote, dissenting voices, uh, and straight up bans on social media. If you say something that like, you don't even have to like, you don't even have to do like, it's so weird because the traditional like hate speech thing or like offending people. Like I remember a time where, you know, in on social media that you will only be banned for like, like if you were like, uh, hate speech, like saying something hateful to one another, or you were doing something like doxing someone and something like criminal, like, you know, uh, sending death threats to someone and, you know, you would get like reprimanded for that. Your account would be suspended. You would be banned, uh, and what have you. But very quickly, we've gotten to a point where it's like, okay, if you just say the wrong thing politically, you'll get banned or socially like, or if you just have an opposing, opposing facts or articles of research pertaining to something that has to do with health that is outside of the mainstream narrative, like you'll get banned for that. Like, or, and it's like, hold on, this is out of the territory of bullying. You know, we're getting, now we're getting police. Our, our thoughts, our thoughts are being policed. Our thoughts are being policed. If you have a thought that is outside of the status quo, you are committing a thought crime. No one openly comes out and says this, but effectively, if you view what's happening, that's exactly what's happening. You are committing a thought crime and the punishment for that will be censorship and ban banning of social media platforms and you know, things like that, and being ostracized socially because of the self self-censorship that is going on. Um, and I'm looking at this from a totally objective point of view. Like I said, I'm not really into politics. I'm not into left versus right, right versus left. I'm looking at it from a social dynamic point of view. We are at a time in society where public discourse, public discourse 
the most harmless thing that has driven societies to great achievements and to greater understanding of things. Just having public discourse. Remember, they used to have like in the good old days, they would have like debate clubs and, you know, open forums to discuss things and town hall meetings where everyone is open to discuss things without getting their mic cut off or this or that or this or that. We are now in a time time where it's extreme overreaching censorship going on in every facet of society. And this should concern everyone, you know, not just the uh, someone on the right or someone on the left. This is a, a bipartisan issue, the censorship stuff, because if you allow what's happening to happen, whether it's the opposing side being censored, that opens the door for you to be censored at some point, just because you said that this is okay. But people don't seem to understand this. What if one day your views and how you think is not the norm anymore and they have a different agenda for society and now you're being censored because years ago you want, we wanted to allow this. We wanted to allow censorship of people and their thoughts. Now everyone's being censored for everything. And you find yourself in this dystopian, uh, this dystopian universe where state, government, big tech controls all the stream of thoughts and ideas and discourse imaginable. You know, and that's a scary world. As a to me, as a as a writer, as a thinker, um, as someone who has ingratiated myself in literary arts and ideation and creative writing and creative thinking, creative discourse, and all of this good stuff that has to do with the mind. As a person that has ingratiated myself in this since I was uh, a youth, it is alarming to me. It has nothing to do with Joe Rogan or your political affiliations. This has more so to do with something that's bigger than that. But this is how the trick is. The trick is played like they box everything in into, into these structures of political sides. Like if I like the way I'm speaking now, right, they will they will essentially put me over into the conservative side. Oh, he must be conservative because he has an open ended objective point of view on these things. And he's not really extreme how most people are. So we're just going to throw him over to that side and probably cancel him, too. But I'm telling you out of my mouth, I am not a conservative. I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I am not a progressive. I'm not, I, I have no stake in that game. But what I am is a thinker and a writer. And. Even if I don't hold the same views as Joe Rogan or as uh, as any of these people that's that's been canceled or is being canceled, I still support their right to say what they want to say and think their their thoughts and have open discourse. A lot of these people that have been canceled have have are openly saying to to America that we will have anyone on our shows. If you really, if you truly feel as though what we're saying is 
harming society or or the facts that we present in the studies and academic research papers that we present is false, then come on our platforms and debate us. Wouldn't that make sense? A platform that huge, if you have anything, wouldn't that do more in converting people to your ideology by going on that platform instead of just saying, you know what, we got to get rid of these people? I don't think people, I don't think the, the, I don't think the powers that, that be, whoever that is, like a lot of people talk about this stuff, but who knows who the powers that be are, but I would just say it for the sake of conversation because I don't know, but the powers that be, it seems as though they don't understand a fundamental thing about psychology is that when you make something, uh, and you see this even in kids, when you're when you're younger, when you make something seem like uh like I guess uh bad or or rebellious or if you make something seem like uh adversarial, like you know, don't 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 go over there, don't listen to that person, don't do this. All you're doing is making people look at it and be like, hmm, let me go. <laughs> You know, check out who is these people, who who is this individual that they're attempting to cancel right now? Like literally, I've I've literally like found out about more people because of the big canceling campaigns that was happening with them than I would have I wouldn't even have known these individuals had there not been a big cohorted canceling effort by mainstream media to cancel these people. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Like, if there if you guys if your objective is to make it so that these people have a minimized audience or a minimized reach, you guys are going about it the wrong way because all that does is make it more attractive to, to someone and lends actually, in a certain sense, lends credibility to them. Because honestly, throughout history, when you look at... um. Early on, like when you, no one really had, especially in the black community, I'm black. Um, no one really had trust in government and media, you know? Um, so quite naturally when the media or the government is trying to cancel someone, it makes people like black people in particular, raise an eyebrow and be like, Hmm, let's see what these people are talking about since the government and media wants them off of all platforms. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, you're literally making their platform bigger by attempting to cancel them. It just makes it, it makes whatever they're saying seem a bit more credible and not saying that I agree with it or not. You know, I'm not speaking about the content of the conversations or the content of the dialogue. I'm speaking about the, the, the social dynamic and the corporate dynamic that surrounds this entire stuff. It's not about politics. It's not about, uh, the content of the discourse. It's about the social and political dynamic that is the social and political forces and corporate forces that are at work in this whole thing. And, you know, it is, um, it is, uh, what is, what is it? Uh, it is appalling, you know, that we are in America and we have to Literally, like even me making this podcast, I thought about it, right? I'm like, I don't even, I have to be very, even very, very meticulous with my words and, uh, and things like that, because 
before I even made this podcast, I thought about it. I'm like, yo, I got to make sure that I'm saying the right things and not offending anyone or anything. Because you like we're at a time in life now where creators have to literally overthink because they don't know if their channel may become uh, demonetized on YouTube or uh, they may get uh, stripped from Twitter or taken off of Instagram or taken away from Facebook. If the if the uh, artificial intelligence that is within these products, you know, detect you using certain words. And, oh, yeah, they they are in these products, you know. Um, I give you a perfect example. If you write on Instagram, you know, uh, you know, that word, the C-19 word, and spell it out, it detects it and puts a CDC warning uh, about misinformation or find out the facts about this and that and they don't even know what you're saying they would just somehow they put inside the 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 intelligence of the software that when you see this word we put a a label up on it so it's like running on autopilot like there's not even humans anymore like saying hey we need to cancel these people it's robots saying hey these people it's like an amalgamation of words put together that probably says, okay, they're going against the narrative. Let's strike their channel. Because there's too many people for humans to just one by one cancel people. It's AI literally canceling people. Silencing people, banning them. Um, and I guess a human would make the final decision after reviewing the content. But we are at a time where creators are under this heavy pressure to teeter along the lines of what they can and cannot say and how they should, you know, go about doing their content because they don't want to, you know, lose their uh, monetization. They don't want to become demonetized. They don't want to lose their way of living. And everyone says, well, if that's the case, you know, go to a different platform, use other things. These are the, come on, man. Like these are the biggest platforms on earth. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, what else? You know, these these legacy platforms. You can't just go somewhere else. You know, this is this reminds me of I finally like understand like when people say that certain companies are just so big that they're just they're just too big and they have too much power. And I'm not for government intervention. You know, I, I feel like companies should be able to do as they please. But when your company is is a company that has that is heavily involved in public discourse, there should be some there should be some uh, some adherence to, you know, the free speech and the amendments that are within the Constitution um, because you have a public public every basically all of this is just discourse ideas whether it's videos photos uh texting on twitter like words long form words all of this stuff is just uh speech really at the end of the day is i it's ideas it's speech it's it's messaging it's podcast it's video sh- it shows it's uh it's long articles it's just the 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 trans the trans uh it's just the uh 
the uh, transferring of information and, and, and ideas and things like that, when you have a company centered around that and they have all of your data and they have all of your information and they can silence you or promote you and things like that, there needs to be just a standard protocol of free speech. It just should be standard baked into these things, you know. Um, but we don't live in a uh, in a utopian society. It's more dystopian than it is utopian. And to be at a point where, and like I say, where creators, thinkers, uh, uh, writers, uh, professors, philosophers. To be at a point where we got to, we have to take extra time out of our day to make sure that the content that we're about to put out, the article that we're about to put out, the video we're about to put out, we have to somehow carve it up in a way where, okay, this may not get me canceled if I disseminate it in this way. That is alarming to me. The self-censorship is even worse to me than the censorship. And it's a it's a product of the censorship because when you're censored and you see all these people losing money, like, come on, let, let's just be honest. At the end of the day, this is money. This is people's livelihood. You take away their YouTube channel, you demonetize it, you take away all their platforms to reach people, to sell their courses, to get their ideas out there, to 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 run ad revenue and sponsorships and things like this. After a while, there's going to be creators that look at that and be like, hey. I do not want to be that guy. No, no, no. So I'm not talking about this. I'm not talking about this. I'm not talking about this. And I'm not talking about that. And then you see that they were probably planning on talking about these things. And then they have to go back to the drawing board and rewrite their whole content strategy for the year because they're like, no, I am not losing my money. And the fact that we have to even be concerned or worried about losing our way of life because of harmless ideas you know what i'm saying just because you don't have you don't share the same political uh narrative than someone else or the same political beliefs it's it's astonishing it's and it's only reason i can say this so with such brevity is because and with such strength and confidence is because we're in america we are in the land of the free the home of the what Brave, the land of the free, the home of the brave. Let hold on, let that sink in. This is happening in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Let that sink in. This is happening in. The land of the free, free, freedom, the home of the brave. That's American slogan, not mine. I didn't make this up. This is not coming from my mind. This is the slogan to, of America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, freedom and being brave. So to me, all of these people it seems like they're they're exercising their freedom and they're being extremely brave because they're risking being demonetized, 
They're risking being ridiculed. They're risking uh, social uh, ostracized, um, being ostracized socially. Um, They're risking a lot. Some people are risking their jobs just because of the thoughts that they have on, you know, so sometimes your jobs are, you know, looking at your social medias and stuff and you're risking your job because of the thoughts that you have and the and the things that you tweet. Oh, this goes against our job is more this much. We're leaning this uh, more so left and this goes against our uh, ideology. So we're going to, you know, fire him or we, we lean more so right. And this goes against our ideology. So, you know, or whatever these, the political game that people play, but this is bravery. This is freedom. This is bravery. This is America. This is America. So how can you, how, how is now the ideals of America so unattractive? How? How is this so unattractive now, so unappealing? Freedom, bravery, you know, don't tread on me. Uh, justice. As far as, as far as, you know, who we are as citizens to be equal, to have freedom of speech. This is America. Why is this now... Why is these themes of America so unattractive? Have you think about, ask yourself that. Why now are these themes, freedom, bravery, you know, independence, independence. Why are these themes so unattractive now? You know, why are they so unattractive now? I see it. It literally, these themes are literally unattractive. You see somebody with an American flag or something like that on, on, in their yard or something. Now it's like, oh, they must be, you know, something other than just simply just saying they love their country. It's all, it's so like you see someone with a don't tread on me thing on the back of their truck. It's these things are like, yeah, don't tread on me. I love my freedoms. Right. Um, or if someone being brave on the internet, going against the status quo, or someone exercising their freedom uh, of any of these amendments, whether it's the freedom of speech, the freedom to uh, uh, protect yourself against uh, enemies, with the freedom to like, you know, have weapons, have guns, to arm yourself, to protect you and your family, uh, religious freedoms, the freedom to be a, a, a true Christian, you know, a Christian in every sense of the biblical text of what it is to be a Christian, not how these, you know, pastors and uh, people that just, you know, profess Christianity as something that they're leading the mantle on, uh, interpret it to be, right? You can't, you, how did these things become so unattractive is what I'm trying to figure out. I just don't, I really don't get it. Like, it's like, it's not, if you're not harming anyone, then, what is going on? It, it makes you think like, hold on, this is bigger than, <laughs> this is much bigger than Joe Rogan or uh, a Donald Trump or uh, whoever. Like, if we could just get our mind out of these headlines, like, 
that's 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 my my uh that's my uh challenge to you get your mind out of the headline get your mind out of the headline get your mind out of the headlines if we could just get our mind our minds out of the headlines and step back and see what all of this is from an aerial point of view, not such a just in it, just step back and observe what's actually happening. This has nothing to do with Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, or anybody. They seem, it seems as if these people are just in the freaking way, but it really has nothing to do with them. Like, think about what I'm saying. Think about this. Think about what I'm actually saying. If you could just get your mind out of the headlines and see the overarching bigger picture of this whole entire thing and how all these parts and things relate to each other on uh, on a bigger scale, you would see that this has nothing to do with Joe Rogan. Nothing to do with Joe Rogan. You know, um, and I'll wrap up with this, man. I respect all humans. I am a Christian. That's the only, if you're going to put a label on me, put that I'm a Christian. I am not a Republican or a Democrat. I don't care about politics. Politics, the, the idea of politics um, needs to be reimagined and redeveloped anyway, you know. Uh, so before I even, before I can even say I'm a Democrat or Republic, Republican, I don't even believe in the structure of politics in, in my, how it is meted out in modern society. You know, people don't really have a choice. People don't really have a choice out here. You know, our, our, uh, our uh, concerns are not met. And I'm saying this is a, every black person know what I'm talking about. I can't speak on every, any other race, but our concerns are never met. Ever. Our true to life stuff, we can't get. I don't even want to go into to any of that stuff. But it's not Democrat or Republican. You know what I'm saying? It's it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Um, but I want to say that I, as a Christian, love and respect all of God's creations, all of God's beings. Um, that includes people on the left and people on the right. That includes everyone. To single out people and to demean them and to assassinate their characters, you know, it's it's not godlike and it doesn't push us forward if we're just canceling everyone, silencing everyone and never having public discourse or open, healthy debate. Do you know how healthy debating is? That's why they're in they have debating leagues and certain institutions because it's healthy for the mind. Every psychologist from eons ago knew this. Open discourse is healthy. Seeing a pup, uh, different point of view is healthy. Understanding someone's different point of view is healthy. Even if you don't agree, just that we have the open, uh, the the openness to just hear someone out. That's healthy. There's a lot of people that I, I love to listen to and hear out when I'm out in the public, even if I don't agree with their views, because I want to see exactly where they're coming from, because there may be something in what they're saying that I never thought of. 
And I may be able to empathize with them just a tad bit more. And it builds me as a human being. So now I understand this sector of people. Now I understand this demographic of people a little bit, a little bit more. Now I, I understand this class of people a little bit more. Or this class of people a little bit more. Or this certain, I understand this certain thought, the certain uh, ideas of this, of this community a little bit more. Because I'm open to have that conversation with anyone. You know? So, you know, that's, that's my thoughts on all of this, man. On all of this. It's not black. It's not white. It's not got the shot, didn't get the shot. It's not left. It's not right. So it has nothing to do with all these identity political type of things where you're labeling things and like, okay, well, you're on this team and that team and this label and, and now you can't be on this team and now we got to sense, like, it's, it has nothing to do with any of that. That's just something that, that's constructed. And I don't want to seem like, you know, like some type of like, like I'm theorizing things. No, that's literally constructed. Anyone that knows anything about propaganda or read Edward, Edward Bernays, uh, I mean, I hope I pronounced the name right, book on propaganda or anybody has studied uh, sociological stuff and group mentality, you understand like stuff like that is just constructed, you know, don't fall into them traps of left and right and, you know, got the shot, didn't get the shot. So now we're enemies and this and that or this or that. That's BS. That's constructed. That's there for a reason. And you'll know the reason after a while. It's not up for you have to find these things out. That's there for a reason. But what is true and what will remain true is that we all, whether you are left or right, this or that, we all have freedom of speech, right? We all have that right, you know, under God. That's just something that that has nothing to even do with media. God gave you a voice. God gave you a brain. God gave you independence in thought. God gave you that. That's something that you're just endowed with from birth, you know? So exercise it, express it, and just be honest and authentic with yourself and express that. We should at least have that. We should meet that standard, that God standard of just open expression, right? So everyone, um, just think on these things, man. Think on what's happening and know that no one is your enemy. If you're on the right Understand that the left is not your enemy. If you're on the left, understand the right is not your enemy. These are, we, we, no one is each other's enemy, man. Really take a look at this from an objective point of view, like you're looking at it, like from outer space and look at what's happening. This is madness. Is I feel like it's all constructed and a lot of people that's playing into this are just pawns. We are not each other's enemies. We are not each other's enemies. It is not the people who are enemies. It is not the people who are each other's enemies. And this is why I don't like to be like, consider like, I remember when you were woke or like conscious or aware uh, some years ago, that mean like you questioned the government and questioned media. Like now, like this new form of woke, wokeism is like, you uh you listen to uh the media or the the government and you go with whatever the narrative is it's like how did they flip that like what 
now the people that are actually like being what the original woke was, they're getting canceled and demonized. Like I remember back like a couple years ago, like the people that spoke out against the government media, they were considered like the the cool, like woke, rebellious voices. Now the new woke is to listen to whatever the media and government uh says and to follow the narrative of whatever is going on, you know, it's like, what the hell, how did this, how did this successfully get flipped? Like, how the hell are you saying you woke, but then you say, yeah, I, I heard it on CNN. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm woke, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. We, uh, we should listen to the government. Like, bro, and I'm speaking to black people right now. Like, Black people, y'all know what I'm talking about. We have never uh, trusted government or media, bruh. Never. We had no incentive to trust them. Other ethnicities and races probably had a different incentive. Okay, the government, you know, and the and the media, whatever, they probably had a different incentive to trust these, these and they probably still don't. Little do they know. But We've never had any incentive to trust any of anything. We were we were dropped off here on slave ships. Literally. Hey, y'all come over here, work for 300 years, whatever, 400 years. And then we're going to do all these experiments on you, give you guys uh, guys syphilis and do all these different experiments with tuberculosis and whatever. We're going to burn down whatever financial institutions you have. We're going to paint you guys to the media as being brutes and this and that. We're going to uh, we're going to give you certain things like welfare, tell you you got to kick the man out the house. You have to be dependent on us or we'll take the welfare, welfare from you. We're not going to give you land. We're going to do this. We're going to have you under, um, under these type of conditions, et cetera, et cetera. All this stuff where... If where you just grow a mentality of okay, the government and me they cool or whatever, but I don't really trust these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, you know what I'm saying? But now all of a sudden, the new wokeness is to trust the government and media. It's insane. It's insane. I feel like I'm living in a movie. Like who what is happening? Right? And I just went off on a tangent, but I'm just saying, man, this is bigger than Joe Rogan. This is bigger than Donald Trump. This is bigger than what you think it is. As a literary mind, as a person who writes, as a person who has ideas, as a person who studies philosophy, this is an affront to our nation to just be canceling and silencing people without even an attempt or a willingness to go and have open discourse with people, you know? Um, and I tell people all the time, you you don't have the power to cancel people. Corporate America does. That's what Dave Chappelle was trying to tell us, but no one listened to what he was actually saying. Y'all think y'all canceling people? No, y'all not. Corporate America cancels people. You think the baby, if he did a show randomly uh, after he got canceled, that people wouldn't show up? They'll show up and, and he will sell out. But corporate America said, no, you're not doing any shows until you remedy whatever uh, 
whatever you've done. And I'm not talking about, the, like I said, I'm not talking about the content of what these people have done. I'm talking about the things that surround these things. I'm talking about something that's beyond that little minuscule stuff that we can get into arguments about. Well, he said this about this community and this and that. No, y'all don't, y'all don't get it. Sometimes it goes over your head. That's why y'all didn't get a lot of what Dave Chappelle was talking about. It just goes over people's heads. It just is what it is. It goes over people's heads. But it's not you guys that are canceling people. Y'all don't have that power to cancel people. Corporate America has that power to take someone off of something, to remove someone from something. I don't want to get into the names of these people like that owns the companies that own MTV and own these people and the, the parent companies and the companies. The co- like, it's not y'all that cancel people. It's them. It's them. You guys just participate in it when they are canceling people. So you think you're doing it. You're not canceling anyone. You know? Um, Yeah, so it's a lot to think about, but it really is really simple. I will say it and I will say it again. It is bigger than Joe Rogan and all these people you think you hate. All these people you think that you're so different than because of your political views. When you really, if you meet a human, you realize that most humans have the same desires, the same uh, uh, daily things they do, eat, sleep, go to the bathroom. Y'all have the same sensibilities. You love your family, this and that, this and that. And y'all think that y'all political, my new political differences on like uh, medical topics or any other uh, topics is enough for you to believe you hate this person. That has nothing to do with you. That's that is something bigger than you. That's making you feel as though you hate hate this person. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. It's not about these people. These these uh, headliner terms, uh, misinformation, Joe Rogan, like these things that capture your attention. It is not about that. It's not about that. Humans, we don't we don't hate each other. We don't we're not against each other. We're not on someone's on this team, someone's on this team. This this reality that we live in currently, this division has come by way of years and years and years of politics, <clears throat> of the political division, of social division, of classism, of movies, you know, uh certain propaganda, certain newspaper articles. All it, it, for years, and this is what it culminated to a firm, strong divide of America, you know. But really, this has had nothing to do with us, it has something to do with people that were in power. And we, this is the, this is the result of it. You get what I'm saying? This is the result of that. So, and I kept on saying, I've, I've been trying to end this for a while now, but I kept on having other thoughts, but like. I guess my point is like, this is bigger than, and I keep saying this, this is bigger than Joe Rogan, this is bigger than Trump, this is bigger than uh, whoever you think you hate, this is bigger than politics, this has nothing to do with politics. This, this is, what I'm talking right now is a nonpartisan, unbiased point of view that has nothing to do with politics. I'm speaking on what I'm seeing from an objective point of view as far as like sociologically and psychology of what's going on with the masses. Like, this has nothing to do with politics. 
I'm speaking in an act more so even in an academia sense. I'm speaking more so in an academia type of sense, I'm not speaking even in the realm of politics. This is something that that has to do with uh, sociology and stuff like that. Um, but just think about it, man. Think about all that I've said and think about where we're headed and think if you really want to go go there and be a part of that. Whether you're on this side of the aisle or that side of the aisle, think about it. Really think about your future if you want to be in that type of in that type of world. Can't say this, can't say that. You gotta have these views or that views if you want to get promoted or monetized or if you want like think about that. Like, think about it. Um it's it's something that was serious enough for me to make a podcast about this and to talk about this. Um, I hope you guys gotten something from it. Um, and I hope that, and I won't, I will leave you with this. Create openly, create freely. Do not create in the, in fear of self-censorship or that if you put these type of themes or messages in your films that it may not be shown to the right people, or if you say this or say that, you may not get brand deals or whatever. Make a living, but do not minimize who you are because you fear corporate America canceling you. Because at the end of the day, the people, we the people, this is America doctrine, what I'm saying. It's not coming from my mind. We the people have the power, the power in numbers and the power in influence and the power in dollars. We have the power. Thank you guys. God bless. Have a beautiful evening. Share this with whoever may need to hear this. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube. Follow Moon Road Podcast on Spotify. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Blue Friday. That's B-L-E-U Friday. Uh, you can follow my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash go good. That's my media company. You'll find my podcast there, my films and whatnot. Um, God bless, man. And I will speak to you in the next episode.